Welcome to Eat, Capture, Share, the podcast for food bloggers and food photographers who want to earn an income doing what they love. My name is Kimberly. I'm your host. Episode 113. Welcome back, everybody, to the Eat, Capture, Share podcast. My name is Kimberly Espinel. I'm a food photographer, food photography teacher. I'm the author of the Amazon bestselling book, Creative Food Photography, and also a creative business mentor for food photographers, food bloggers, and food content creators just like you. Today, I'm bringing you another mini solo episode about niching down, whether it's good, bad, who should do it, what you need to consider, and all that good stuff. But before I delve into the episode, I have two announcements to make, which I've been holding on to for the last two weeks and just so, so eager to share with you. The first announcement is that our advanced signature module one, behind the scenes of a client shoot mini online course is now live. As the name suggests, this is really an online course designed for the advanced food photographer. So those of you who already know the basics, you know how to operate your camera, you know light shadow, got a good understanding of color theory, but you're looking to either up level your game so that you can go pro or you are already working professionally as a food photographer, but you want to fine tune your workflow and deliver a better client experience. This mini online course is also ideal for creatives who want to spend the day with me in the studio as I photograph a visual story from beginning to end for a client. That includes really intricate flat lays, how I approach those, my movement shots, how I think about color theory, what I do to avoid copying and really create my own style, and also how I deliver files to clients, how I think about layout and all that good stuff. If you're really looking to up level and especially those of you who are thinking about either shooting your own cookbook or working with publishers to shoot cookbooks in the future, magazines, that kind of thing, this advanced signature module is a must. We have the link to all the details for it in the show notes. And also we have an introductory offer running right now until midnight, May 28th, 2023, where you can get this mini online course with all the things I described and a 40 page workbook, which is super, super helpful, I hope, (laughs) Um, for 97 pounds instead of 127 pounds. So making it even more affordable than it already is. And finally, I think this for me personally is the pièce de résistance, if I may say so. You can do this course in two hours. So it's really a course designed to look at something really, really specific, creativity, workflow, client experience, creating a visual story from beginning to end, image delivery, pairing, color theory, all that good stuff, really condensed, really approaching it from an advanced food photographer's perspective so that you can fit this into a really busy schedule around family, work, etc. without having to set six months aside to complete it. Yeah, if this sounds like it may be for you, be sure to head to the show notes. And then my second announcement is that the next Instagram food photography challenge is just around the corner. Officially, we opened the floodgates the 31st of May, 2023, but you can pre-register now. And I would suggest you do so if you know that you'll forget otherwise and life's going to get too busy and all those things. So again, head to the show notes to pre-register 
for the June 2023 challenge. It's going to be a fun one. So yeah, I'd love to have you there. I think that is it in terms of um, announcements and all that good stuff. So I want to tell you a little bit more about today's podcast episode. And also, I always think if there's something on my mind, something that I'm mulling over, something that I'm grappling with, I know there must be another creative just like me who's thinking about this. And niching down has been front and center for me for really the last couple of years as as I carve out the career that I truly, really want. On that note, let's get stuck into the episode. Niching down really is something that is preached a lot, and I've been part of that preaching squad, as it were, because when you niche down on one style of food photography, it really allows you to grow an audience on Instagram, say, so much quicker. It is so much easier for food photography clients to find you. And, you know, I think if you have a goal of monetizing your work sooner rather than later, then I think niching down makes a whole heap of sense. And so I want to, you know, if we, we think about it from a food photography client perspective, you might be able to and willing to shoot weddings. You might be an incredible portrait photographer. But if you are doing food photography and landscape and travel and also a little bit of portrait and what have you, if somebody stumbles on your Instagram and sees all that stuff, they wouldn't necessarily understand that you have transferable skills that can and translate into gorgeous wedding photography shots and vice versa. If you're a wedding photographer and you really want to get into food and you have lots of things in your portfolio, but just snippets of food and it's not front and center, it's going to be so much harder for you to stand out in what is already a saturated market. So having a really clear focus, a clear niche in your food photography and in your portfolio will make it so much easier for your ideal client to find you, to identify you and be like, that's the person I can sense can capture what I want from a shoot. And then if you're a food content creator, food blogger, that's the same. If you're doing recipes back to back, it's going to be so much easier for brands to see what you're capable of. You're going to be growing an audience that will want, like say you have a baking blog or a baking Instagram, right? And you're baking loads and there's a flower company that wants to work with you. Like they're going to see what you're able to do, you're going to be growing an audience that's into baking that would potentially buy this whatever gluten-free flour or vegan powder or whatever, right? It's so much easier. So I think if you want to move forward quicker in your business, grow an audience, etc, etc, niching down 100% is the way to go. The second thing that I feel is really helpful and a reason to niche down is if you're really passionate about something and if you want to be really, really good at something, you know, you need to put in your 10,000 hours. You need to fine tune that skill. And by really focusing your attention and all your energy into that thing, be it developing your food photography or whatever it is, right? I think with niching down, it is so much easier to get really good at the thing you're most passionate about. 
So let's go back to that baking example. Say you start getting into sourdough baking and you bake and you bake and every loaf just gets better and better and you learn little tricks and tips and all those things that you can then share with your audience. That comes through focus. So for me, for example, it's really been around food styling, like just Everything I shoot is food and nine out of 10 times, well, actually all my personal work, I food style. And then my professional work, I have a food stylist there, but a lot of times we're working together or I'm observing what they're doing. I'm, we're tweaking things. All those hours I've put into food styling has really allowed me to develop a signature look and be really confident in it. Like there's nothing ever that's put in front of me where I'm like, oh my God, I can't style this because I've just had that practice I've just focused down on food 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 and it's made me a much better food photographer and a much much better food stylist so you know that's another reason to really not just niche down on one style of photography but also potentially you know one specific area for those of you who are food content creators of food bloggers a dedicated baking blog a dedicated vegan blog and so on like really really Getting into the nitty gritty takes time and energy. And if you're focusing and niching down on one thing, it's so much easier to master that. So having looked at some of the positives connected to niching down, I would say now that I'm nine years, I think this month is nine years exactly, actually, nine years into my journey, I have to say I'm so glad that I niched down very early on in my business. So having my plant-based food blog and then really, really just going all in on the food photography and food styling and teaching all that good stuff. Like I'm so glad I did that because I know if I hadn't done that at the very start, this podcast wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be running the business that I'm running. So I know that everything happened the way it did for a reason. And I'm grateful for my past self for making the decisions I made at the time. But now nine years in, and even before that, I was just really itching to spread my wings and to expand into different areas around food photography and around food styling. So, you know, as many of you know, I run a business mastermind for food photographers, food bloggers, food content creators, and really stepping into that mentorship role has just been so fulfilling. It is different than being behind the camera and shooting food, but it's been just really nourishing for my soul to pursue something new and something challenging and something scary and something exciting rather than something where I feel really comfortable. And also now as we're entering this new era of short form video and and all that video content creation, and there's just a different way of communicating. I've just been really finding that I feel almost a little bit claustrophobic in the niche that I have created for myself over these last couple of years and just really itching to step out of that and express myself and my creativity in a different kind of way, giving it more opportunity to be more versatile and to just explore different things. And what I have noticed is because I niche down very much 
from at the very start, I really have built an audience that is looking for one particular thing from me. So, you know, if I post something around food photography tips, and now of course, I've also nurtured that business side of things. So food photography business, that content performs really, really well. But anytime I step outside of that bubble, you know, the audience that I have built, the community that I have built, isn't as receptive to that. That's not what they signed up for. And I completely get it. And so, you know, that is the other side of it, a that the boredom, I guess, and the feeling boxed in in that process. And two, that when I do express and want to explore those, then I haven't got the audience to go along with me. And so, you know, now what I have to do, which is fun and exciting and, you know, its own challenge in its own way, is build an audience that is open to seeing all these different aspects of my creativity. I feel that they're all still very much, they're all me. (laughs) You know, they're all still very much parts of me. And so I know there are people out there who are passionate about plant-based food and food photography and interiors and travel and restaurants. And I know these people exist because I exist, (laughs) but it does mean that I need to work extra hard to build essentially a brand new audience. And I would ask you, especially those of you who are still at the very start of your journey is where do you want to be in a year's time? Where do you want to be in three years time? Is this something you want to do long term? And can you set the building blocks now? And we can call it content pillars or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Can you lay the foundation for all those different facets that you'd like to dabble in now so that the audience you build will grow with you along the way and be receptive to all the different aspects of who you are. Because what I think I did is if I did something different, like for me in the beginning, it was nutrition and yoga. When I posted about those things, I just didn't get much of a response. So I thought, well, you know what, I'm just going to focus on what my stats are telling me and where people are resonating with what I'm doing. But I think just doing that is a slippery slope and can lead to where I am now, where it's very, very boxed in. So I would say, have a think. Could you imagine creating baking recipes for the rest of your life? If that feels like so exciting and you cannot ever envisage ever wanting to do anything else, by all means, go for it. But if you know that you want to build a brand that is maybe more multifaceted and that gives you more flexibility and more scope to develop and grow, especially as a creative and also especially as a creative business owner, then I would invite you to think again about niching down. And remember, not niching down will mean, you know, slow and steady, but sometimes slow and steady wins the race. So it's up to you. (laughs) I so, so hope that today's mini podcast episode was helpful as giving you a little bit of food for thought. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, remember to share on Instagram or just drop me a DM and let me know how you're finding these mini episodes. You can also leave a rating and review. They're always, always, always so welcome. And I will link, as I mentioned at the very start, to that brand new Advanced Signature Module 1 and the Instagram food photography challenge, which is just around the corner. I'll be back in about two weeks time. And um, until then, stay well. 
Before I leave you, I wanted to say thank you so, so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I also wanted to let you know that this podcast was brought to you by my Eat, Capture, Share newsletter community, and I'd love for you to join. I will pop the details on how you can join my creative community in the show notes, so do go and check it out. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, it means so much if you can rate, review, and subscribe. All those things will help the podcast to grow and to reach the right audience. And yeah, you'd kind of make my day. All right. See you soon. Take care.